my name is Catherine, and I just tuned into your program, and I can't believe the timeliness of it because I am intentionally changing a 23-year career to, I don't know what, but to something that I know is what God had already planned for my life because what I was doing was something I did for other people for all these wrong reasons. But I know that by making the intentional choice for change, it's the only way I can be in God's will. Well, God bless you. Thank you for sharing that, uh, Catherine. I'm thinking with 2023 coming, it'll be exciting to see what uh, what God does in your life and the lives of others who are stepping out and, and really trusting God. Maybe sometimes uh, you find yourself at that point where you got to just step out and take a risk. Um, not foolishness, but a risk, saying, hey, I'm going to step out and really trust God and uh, see what He does in my life. That, that's exciting. Let us know what, you, what you, uh, you find going on in your life, Catherine. We appreciate it. You know, we're talking about building an intentional faith, and, um, you know, we just came through Christmas. I hope you had a great time, by the way, with your family and your friends, and as we did with some of our family who were able to get together and just celebrate Christmas and the true meaning of Christmas and sing some songs and read scripture and just enjoy our time together um, and be in church and celebrate that together. That, that's uh, always exciting. You know, now we're in the last few hours, last few days of 2022. I look back over this year, I always use this week to ponder some of the things I learned through the year and set the tone and the goals for next year. In fact, my lesson for next month is on the power of one word for one year in 2023. I'm really excited about the lesson. Uh, it's been taught and ready to go to our members, so watch for it, members, right after the first of the year. And it's just a reminder to those of you as we close this year, if you want to be a part of a journey with other people of uh, belief in Jesus Christ, who say our lives matter, time matters, we want to live an intentional life, not a perfect life, but an intentional life, can I encourage you to come and join us, be a part of the ministry? Your financial support is desperately needed as we close out this year, and we want to thank those who've been matching gifts off and on throughout this year, this month rather. Thank you for making that possible. You can join us today. Just go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. And I want to thank you for your support during this critical, critical week. All right, let's get started with Patty from New Mexico. Patty, welcome to the program. Why, thank you, Dr. Randy. Appreciate your call. What's your one thing today? Well, I actually, there's kind of two, but my big thing is my Jesus joy. And um, What does that I mean? That's my Jesus joy. I want to proclaim the love that I have through Jesus and that it's through Him that the joy comes and that I can endure uh, pain or suffering or trials or whatever because I have the strength of Jesus and as I was listening earlier, and you just said, what's one thing? I'm like, well, it's my Jesus joy. That's what it is. <laughs> so how do you That's express what... that? If I were to meet you, how would I see your Jesus joy? I hope without a doubt you'll first of all see it through my face and my eyes, and then through the way that I speak to you. And in fact, you know, I, I just covet prayers because I'm going to be meeting a young lady today at noon someone, a waitress I met the other day, and I just wanted to share Jesus with her, and she seemed to be struggling, and she said, wow, she told me her, the face you see is not the face of what's 
inside. Mm. And I said, well, I want to talk to you, and I want to share with you about how you can have more joy inside. And so that's going to happen today in another hour. Mm. Well, we'll be praying for you, Patty. The best to you, and be safe as you do as you as you speak. To reaching out, God bless you for doing that. You know, when I think about faith, for some it seems to be easier. We know we're, we're to have the faith of a child, the Scripture says. And for some adults, some of us maybe who have been uh, overeducated or overthinking, uh, we think that that's childish. And what we miss is the fact that we we live in, it's a mystery. We live in a, in a mystery uh, of God's intentional love for us, that he sent his son and, and the way he did all of this, created the world and the way he, he saved us through sending his son to virgin birth, right? Coming here at Christmas time as we celebrate at least at Christmas time. And Easter, the resurrection, I probably wouldn't have done it this way, but who cares what I would do? It's what God has done, and that's what we're focused on. And so I just challenge those like me who tend to be more uh, show me, I want to see it and touch it, you know, smell it, or it's hard to believe, to build our faith as we see in the lives of other people. When we hear these stories of what God is doing, it helps build the faith in each of us. So come on in, join us, Triple A, Triple A. 1717. Rob, hey, in Arizona, welcome to the program. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate it. Appreciate your call. What's your one thing here for 30 days? My one thing, and I started it about a week and a half ago, is to stop skimming across God's Word, but actually read it, to take the time to look at each word, to take the time to see what God is trying to tell me or, or is laying on my heart. Um, I've been really good at just, oh, I read the whole book of, of Romans. What'd you learn? Nothing. And I know that's not how God, how God designed us or designed His Word. Um, our Bible is very specific, and it was put together through His guidance. And it kind of hit me on the forehead going, hey, you need to read what I'm telling you. So my next one thing, or, or, or next intentional thing, is taking the, the time, instead of five minutes, taking 20. Instead of 10, mm-hmm. taking 30. And really trying to absorb what God is, is sharing yeah. with me. That's good. Good good for you, man. Appreciate it, Rob. And, you know, I've read the Bible for more years than many of you have been alive, I suppose. Or some of you, at least. Maybe a few. <laughs> and... It struck me this week, I was just doing some reading, some studying, some thinking, and in fact, I just did a lesson on this. And so, it was on on this topic of um, every day, you know, what one thing are we going to do every day? And it got me thinking, not only what, but who, and where, and when, and, and how. And, you know, the, the, five, the five W's plus the H, journalists use it, right? You know, we see that in news stories. So, I started reading, I started looking at passages yesterday, both stories, uh, parables as well as just some of the epistles and i noticed that there's a you know there's a what where why when and how and so on in in every one of those stories and it got me really focused and really jazzed to think hey this is a way to kind of look at scripture what you know who's in the story and and what's the main point and why is that so important and where did it happen and when and and how is it going to impact my life and and how do i apply that and uh, so that became something to help build my faith as I read. So thank you, man. Appreciate that, Rob. Uh, let's take another call before a break. Let's go to Heather, uh, who is in Michigan. Heather, how are you doing today? Welcome to the program. Good. How are you today? Thank you. Good. Appreciate, appreciate your call. Talk about faith. 
What have you been doing to build your faith? What what helps? Well, I think at this point, at least the last couple of weeks, God has been testing my faith. And I think sometimes he'll test our faith to build our faith. I truly believe mm. that. Yeah. In fact, the Bible says that, doesn't it? The trying of our faith uh, worketh patience yeah. <laughs> and builds our yeah. faith. Yeah. yeah. So what, what have you been learning and, and what's been the process for you? Share with well, us. Well, um, July of this year, my dad passed with cancer. Um, we're currently going through, we're not sure if it's cancer or not with my mom yet, but we're going through mm. that currently. Um, this past week, I have an aunt that's in a medical care that we probably will not get to see, and she's probably passing as we speak. I mean, she's just, oh. she's not doing well. She's going to be passing. Um, and I am one of the fortunate but unfortunate small business owners, so I quit my job and started my own business. It's uh, Christ-based. I help people with whatever they need help with, with for what they can afford, because um, I, mm. I want to help but not break their banks. And so... I just truly believe that sometimes God just tests our faith. <laughs> yes, he does. So, and you thank God we have our faith because that's what keeps us going, um, is knowing that it's not in our hands, that it's in his hands. And we are to show and glorify him through whatever situation we're going through. Amen so. to that. Well, thank you, Heather. We'll be praying for you and for your aunt and uh, what you're going through and we, we wish you the best, and, and my, our heart goes out to business people, not only in Michigan and Arizona and New Mexico and, you know, all of the 12, 15, 20 states that we're, we're covering with intentional living, but the whole country and the world of people are tuning in online, uh, and you've been facing the challenge of how it's impacting you as business people. Our, our hearts really go out to you. And the trying of our faith does work patience, it says in Scripture, and uh, that certainly builds faith as well. What's one thing that has been helping you build your spiritual muscles? Uh, give me a call, 888 We've got a ton of calls we're going to get to here. Stay tuned. This is Intentional Living. I'm Randy Carlson, and we're coming to you live today. One thing I have started to do to be living intentional is to wake up in the morning and recite and memorize Psalm 51, David's prayer of restoration, that all sin in your life you confess and not only want to be clean, but want to be restored and to take responsibility for your own sin and uh, confess. I just want to give you an example of how I choose to intentionally live. First thing in the morning when I get up, I open up His Holy Word and I consume myself with it and then I spend 30 minutes in prayer and I choose to love no matter what. My intentional living is done through my conscious choice to love others. What are we doing intentionally? And I have asked God for agape love. And I've noticed things that used to get me upset no longer get me upset. I think I'm filled with love that those things just don't bother anymore. A lot of us have people in our families that don't know Jesus. But did you know that even Jesus had family members who rejected him? That's why Dr. Randy Carlson is offering you his teachings on this, where you'll learn how to sustain a relationship with family members who don't share your faith in God. If you missed an opportunity to give during our year-end fundraiser, you can give now and have your gift matched and doubled by generous friends of the ministry. We'll automatically deliver this month's exclusive teaching and other intentional living tools directly to your inbox every month. 
Give right now and you'll also receive the Names of God calendar, where each month features a different name of God, beautiful scenery, and a description of the meaning of God's name for that month. Your monthly support helps people live an intentional life in Christ. Call 888-888-1717 today or visit TheIntentionalLife.com. That's TheIntentionalLife.com. You know, that's uh, something I encourage you to pray about. And I would ask you as we wrap up this uh, week and this year, this calendar year, that you would consider joining me and our team here at Intentional Living uh, as we have some really exciting things we're looking at into 2023. We're going to be increasing our emphasis on the power of one thing and how we want to encourage more people in this next year to really step out by faith, focus on one thing that will honor God, bring glory to God and benefit to themselves. And uh, we're going to see more and more people coming to Christ, families strengthened, people making decisions that will alter the course of their lives in Jesus' name. And you're going to be a part of it because your financial support here at Year End is helping me and our team carry on. This is it. What happens in the next few days uh, will determine a great deal. About 10% of all of our support comes in here in the last 10 days or so of the year. So thank you for your generosity. Be as generous as you can. We appreciate it. All you have to do is go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. Click on that Donate button. And boy, when you do... Pray about what God would have you do. And I want to be able to thank you this week for your support and know that you're a part of what God is doing. And thank you for standing with Intentional Living. How I'm living intentionally is changing the music that I listen to. You know, certain kind of hip-hop music and certain kind of alternative rock and roll music. The lyrics don't really put you in the line of uh, following in Christ's word. So I'm just eliminating that type of music from my music library. Hi, I have been uh, intentional and focused by studying Philippians, and it teaches you to keep joy in your heart and Christ in your center, no matter what. And when you've got Christ in your heart, you can be intentional and help others. Me and my wife, we uh, live our lives intentionally by sharing the Word of God through the reservation, through singing ministry and whatnot. We just want to thank you and your team for uh, everything that you've done uh, through your programming of bringing God's message. The thing I'm doing that's intentional the most is uh, praying for my co-workers, and I'm trying to teach them about God's love and mercy. That is what I'm doing intentionally for Jesus. Mm, Good for you. Building your faith. One of the things we see in the book of 1 Corinthians 15 is how Jesus had an encounter with his half-brother James after his resurrection. It must have been a powerful moment as Jesus exposed his hands and showed him the nail prints and shared with him again why he was here and what his purpose was as God in man form. And it obviously made a difference in James' life because he became a mover and shaker in that first century church. That encounter between those siblings here on earth must have been a powerful moment. Wouldn't it have been beautiful to just see what happened at that moment between Jesus and James as uh, James had a revelation and all of a sudden insight of who his brother really was. You know, the scripture teaches that after the resurrection of Christ, he only talked to believers. And his encounter with James is highlighted in one of the verses there in 1 Corinthians 15. And um, there's speculation that that was the turning point in the life of James. And of course, he became a 
disciple and one of the movers and shakers of that first century church. But what about the rest of his siblings? There's another that we know uh, turned his life to Christ. But what about his other brothers and his sisters? How many did he have? The Bible gives us a glimpse into the relationship Jesus had with his siblings. And in this month's lesson that's already gone out to our our members, um, I talk about that. And I give some real powerful illustrations from what Jesus teaches us on how we can relate to people who disagree with us or are disagreeable. Um, we can't learn from a better person better than the Lord Jesus himself. And so, uh, members, you've received it. If you're not a member, can I encourage you here in this last week of December, come on in, be a part of the journey with us. I'll make sure you receive this video and audio teaching on what uh, what we learn from Jesus and his relationship, his difficult relationships with his siblings, his half-siblings. And um, also, you've heard mentioned that we have this beautiful calendar for 2023, the names of God that we're sending to new members. Would you come and join us? I'm asking you because we need your help. Uh, frankly, bottom line, we're a little bit behind where we need to be, and your financial support matters. Just go to theintentionallife.com, theintentionallife.com. Here's an overview of an intentional life in Christ in just 60 seconds. Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. This week we've been talking about these four steps of intentional living. And number one is to make a decision. We talked about that on Monday. A decision that's going to move you in the right direction, going to encourage your life, help you solve a problem. Step number two is every day, just simply do one thing that's going to move you in that direction. Don't think about tomorrow, just today. Number three is to declutter one thing every day from your life, holding you back, an attitude, a relationship, a decision, whatever it may be, and then declare and measure progress for God's glory and your benefit as step number four. You know, when you do these things, these four steps, every day, just moving every day, you know, taking those baby steps as they were, that's intentional living. To get our daily video, sign up at theintentionallife.com slash minute. You're listening to Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Andy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible entirely by the generous support of listeners just like you. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. Randy. All right. Thank you, Kurt. I hope you're doing some of your spiritual weightlifting there as well. That's what we're doing today, building spiritual muscle. Let's get back. To hearing your stories, Judy in Arizona, welcome to Intentional Living. Appreciate your call. What are you doing right, in uh, building faith? Well, um, I, I used to always try to build my own faith. And when I became a Christian as a young adult, I thought, well, I'm just not faithful. And I was always striving to, to get there, realizing I'm never going to get there on my own strength. Sorry. So now intentionally... I pray that God will not take away the situation or um, which which that is the desire of my heart or or you know likewise, but to have the faith to walk through whatever he's given me to walk through. And I like Heather, my mother is in an assisted living. I'm not able to see her. Christmas is her birthday. So it, it really weighs heavy on my heart, but I know that God, will walk me through this and give me the faith to know that he is in control and he is the one that will open that door one day and that I'll be able to really hug her on the neck 
Yeah, boy, we're looking forward to that. I was, you know, I, I think you raised a re- really important point. I got a, a, a email the other day, one of my intentional living minutes. I talked about contentment. In fact, I've been doing a series on contentment on my IL minutes. I call them intentional living minutes online and Facebook and on the radio. And I talked about making a decision for contentment, and someone texted me the question, are you saying that th- this is solely our responsibility? And clearly it's not. There's this mystery that we're part of this process. God is the giver of contentment, but we've got to step toward God. I know a lot of people who love the Lord but are discontented. And uh, it, it, so it does come to making a decision, like you said, to say, hey, I'm going to trust God and, and uh, you know, walk with him and invite him to be the one that brings contentment into my life. Thank you, Judy. Let's go to Tara. Uh, Tara, welcome to Intentional Living. How are you doing today? Good. Good. Appreciate your call. How have you been building faith? Through the miracles that I've seen God work in my life, uh, the first one being that I was involved in the drug life for a while, and during that time I went into psychosis, and God touched me and healed me and brought me back to normal. And then I've, I had terrible back pain. I've had four back surgeries um, to the point of being suicidal because of the pain. But mm. I just began to pray, and God touched my back, and I have not had any pain for three years now. Amen. Well, listen, Tara, it's a reminder of God can, can raise us up. And I'm, I'm congratulations. I'm just so pleased to hear that how God moved in your life on drugs, and and we know that right now during this time that all the stats that I'm reading and the counselors and people in in the field that I'm in have talked to that are saying, hey, we're seeing more and more of this, more suicide attempts, more drugs, more abuse of substances, and you know God's a good God, and 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 He loves us, and He'll heal us and raise us up from some of these things that are holding us down. So, Tara, thank you. Congratulations, and God bless you on your journey. Let's go to Rick. Rick, uh, what we've been doing, what's been happening in building faith in your life, my friend? Well, we've, my wife and I have been married four years, and we've always paid a full tithe to our church and, and offerings to the church. And Sometimes it's easy to just uh, say, well, the church will take care of everything out there, and, and we aren't making individual choices about, you know, actually reaching out and helping somebody that we can become, you know, more like the Savior. So, uh, my wife and I started keeping dollar bills in the car along with a picture of Christ and we would give those out to you know homeless people or people we saw on the streets or whatever. That was pretty comfortable. And so in our budget we, we just got you know, we need to push ourselves beyond, you know, comfort. So for us, we've started using five dollar bills and that may not be much for some people, but it's 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 an uncomfortable thing for us financially and it requires more faith. And uh, we've been doing that and uh, you know you know, the Lord blesses us, and sometimes it's it's tangible. And so the, the just our company was down this year. Most people were not getting raises, or certainly not increases. And we actually got a an increased bonus from our, uh, our company, as well as an increased salary for next year. And anyway, we just just testify that uh, Christ is aware of us, and He knows what's going on in our lives. And as we exercise faith in Him, He He, he comes through. Amen. Amen. And you're you're paying it forward by sharing with others. Um, it's kind of a natural way of tithing, isn't it? Way of, of seeing people in need and reaching out. I like that. Keeping an envelope with uh, some support and with, with uh, the, the blessing of God as you share with others. That's great. Thank you. We're talking about building faith today. Maybe your faith has really faltered and you've been struggling. You know, you've been through this time and you 
you prayed and you asked God to do something that didn't happen the way you thought. And uh, that can be a faith buster for some people. And uh, learning that God has his own way, his own timing, it's a mystery sometimes. But learning to trust him, powerful thing. All right, let's get Carol on here from Arizona. Carol, welcome to uh, Intentional Living. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing well. Thank you guys for having me this morning. Uh, Dr. Randy, I'm glad that you guys have this topic today because I've been waiting to call in, but it just hasn't been the right time, and today is the day, so I am glad. Um, Dr. Randy, I noticed that I cannot do anything without my faith in God. Um, I've come a long way. I have two boys, a four-year-old and an eight-year-old. I'm a single mom, and I just have to say that I've been through a lot. Um, and I've tried to do a lot of things by myself on my own and I've, I failed, I failed. Mm. And until I finally realized that when, when I put God first and when I say, God, I give you my all and I give it to you, that's when things really started changing in my life because I fully gave it to him. Like I would say it, but my faith still wasn't there. And they say, you know, your, your faith has to be the size of mustard seed. You know, and, and that right there was enough for me because every day I tell myself, I trust God, I trust God. Everything that I do when I do deliveries, I just thank God because I know that everything that happens in life is because of him. I just got laid off. I'm going to be losing my apartment soon, but you would think that I would be crying and stressed. But I still thank God in spite of it because he has a different plan for me. He has a different job for me. And so when we realize that we don't have to walk around worried about anything. That's why they say walk by faith and not by sight, because literally you shouldn't have to worry about anything. And it's hard. It really is hard Amen. living like that. It's like living with, with a blindfold on. That's really how you got to trust God. And when you fully do that, you'll see that he'll turn things around for you. He really will. And this is a, it's such a deep topic to me because I never had faith like I had it now. I think sometimes when we go through these difficulties, it is faith building. I'm going to read a passage, Carol, for you and uh, for others who are tuning in here uh, that is sort of referenced as the faith chapter. It's Hebrews 11, where it says, now faith, the words are important here. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Uh, this is what the ancients were commended for. And then it goes on to give, I, I love this, it goes on to share this, the illustrations of some of the great men and women of faith uh, throughout the rest of that chapter. And so today, as we wrap it up, I, I pray that some of the stories you've heard, it will be encouraging to build your faith. Trust God, we, we don't see him, we don't. We believe by faith. And I know in a world that is empirical and wants to feel it, touch it, and measure it, that's hard to accept. But there are mysteries of things that we cannot see that still impact our lives. And of course, we even see some of that today, don't we, going on in the world. Father, as we wrap up the program today, I just want to pause for a moment here, even over the theme, and say thank you for the faith that you've instilled in my life. Thank you for allowing it to grow a little bit more even this half hour. And I pray for those who are struggling. One person today who, whose faith will take a giant leap forward in trusting you. You are a good God. Thank you for allowing us today to hear these stories and growing you in Christ's name. We're out of here. Thank you, Stephen. Good job on the phone, by the way. We kept Stephen busy. 
I hate to see him just sit there and nothing to do. Rob, thank you for running all the controls. I'm Randy Carlson for our entire Intentional Living family. Be safe, right? And be intentional.